excellent. Isn't that a good tune? Yes, man. Yeah, Blake Shelton. I think that's, uh, uh, what's her name's husband? Uh, Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani, yeah, yeah. All right, I, I actually enjoyed that. Wow, I'll give, it to the, I'll give it to the Blake, yeah. All right. <laughs> I, you know, I make fun of him all the time when I see him on The Voice. I believe he was uh, one of the judges. No. Yeah, man, he was on... I take that song back. He was uh, on one of those shows where he sits in the chair and they coach up. I think it's The Voice or, you know, the other American Idol, right? I would have never guessed he was gay, but okay. Yeah, he kind of looks it. I mean, <laughs> married to Gwen Stefani. Wow. He hit the jackpot there, I feel like. Yeah, she's so hot. I mean, we grew up when she was, like, uh, at the top of the list there in the babe scale, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good call. Now she's getting kind of old. Still looks the same, though, and still appropriating Japanese culture, so I'm... And I was going to say, dude, still, still hotter than everything coming up. Like, the, I don't know. The new she, things coming up aren't... aren't they look uh, weird. She's got the same physique as that Timothy Chalamet, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. That's what I mean. <laughs> Similar build. You take, you take a young Gwen, you put her out there today, she's just a handsome boy. <laughs> you know? It's crazy. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, she's she's the gentleman. She's the action star of our era. Yeah, oh, she was great. Have you seen the commercials for this Dune Two with the Timothy Chalamet? He's the action star. It's so crazy to me. Like we when we were coming up, you know, as young fellas admiring action stars, our action movie guys were, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger and. Uh, Bruce Willis, and we were watching even, um, you know, Harrison Ford, scruffy, hard, you know, nosed guys and just giant muscular fellas. And now, like, like they put Timothy Chalamet in this movie? It blows my mind. Like, look at the guy. (laughs) Him as Willy Wonka makes Gene Wilder look like The Rock. It's so insane to me that this dude's like an action star. Yeah, well, you know, compared to everything else out there. I don't know. They, I think they had Jason Momoa in the movie at one point, and they killed him off, I believe. Spoiler alert. You didn't oh, see the first one? Jason Mom- yeah. Maybe he wasn't. Yeah, I think he was. I don't know. We don't have any good action stars Even anymore. Jason Momoa, though, is like such a pretty boy for a guy that's that big, you know? Yeah, really. Like, how much time you spent on that hair, brother? You I know? mean, look at Rocky, like the first Rocky. How did how did Stallone weasel his way into Hollywood with that face and like the way he talks? Barely talk. <laughs> <laughs> this guy must be I a wrote genius. A whole script, even though I can't even read it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, it's just mind blowing to me this age of action uh, heroes. I I saw something. It was a joke, and I think it's 
it's going to be a commercial in the Super Bowl, and it'll be State Farm, and I think it's going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger as like an action hero in the commercial, and they were joking all over in the press stuff that he beat out Jason Momoa for the gig or whatever and, and all this stuff, and it, it was supposed to be lighthearted and funny, and then I started thinking about it, and I'm like, you know, I would rather see an action movie with Arnold than Jason Momoa right now. Like, if if you had, if you gave oh, me the yeah. two options, give me the Arnold flick, man. Dude, he comes in with that flat top. This, you this, know what I mean? He's not coming in with the long golden locks that's dyed and primed. You know what I mean? Like, dude, his voice, dude. Jason Momoa, you just look like a guy that spends all day in the gym. <laughs> I you know, know dude. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger came out as the Terminator. You looked like a fucking robot sent back <laughs> to kill people. You know what I mean? Dude, uh, so I'm surprised you didn't open with the Toby Keith. Oh, that's where I felt bad. I was trying to remember who died. Toby Keith, yeah. Toby Keith, yeah. And then I ended up playing Blake Shelton. Sorry, Toby. That's all right. It was a fairly good tribute. I was perusing through the catalog of the Toby Keith because his name was familiar to me and I stumbled upon the jam of his that he did um after 9/11 I think we all remember it was courtesy of the red white and blue <laughs> yeah. Dude this song you you got to pay you got to listen to it once again it, it's uh I can't get over how we were, the mindset of Americans after 9-11, man. And just like, you know, we knew we were entering this new world order, essentially, and, you know, how frightening is it that the Patriot Act was passed right after? Uh, you know, and yeah. we, we just keep making it bigger and more intrusive and invasive in our lives, but... This guy came out, and do you remember this album? It was like the number one album. It was like the number one song. And there was the other guy. He had an, and maybe it was Toby Keith, but I thought there was another country dude who had like the America's Gonna Kick Your Ass song. They all had one. They all had Everybody one. Everybody yeah. had an American song, man. That ah. was like, that was the, t America used to be the Taylor Swift of the day. Wow. <laughs> you know, where everybody wow. loved and went down the rabbit hole of America. You know? Wow. Yes. Uh, now we uh now we obsess over Taylor. Cuz she's bringing you closer to the World Economic Forum. Oh yeah, man. I actually wouldn't be surprised if she was one of the young leaders like Jared Polis and Pete Buttigieg and Nikki Haley. Uh yeah. Nikki Haley definitely was on the website of the World Economic Forum. Oh, maybe no. I'm thinking of. Oh no, she I think is. But I I was also thinking of another lady who was a Republican, the one from Hawaii that everybody liked. Oh uh, uh, yeah, Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, and then she she claimed that they just put her on there, but I don't know, man. I think a lot of these elites, and especially the political elites in our society. Here in America, I think they're all tied into that weirdo organization, man. Yeah. Oh, dude. They're all connected. Don Trump Don Trump Jr. is married to Gavin Newsom's ex-wife. That's oh. all you need to know. Doesn't that make your skin crawl when you think about it? Like, <laughs> It's something gross about that. I don't know what it is. I think the, she's gross. 
maybe. She's she's successfully picked two of the slimiest human beings I can like <laughs> really think of. She's got a type. She definitely has a type. She was with Newsom. She's like, I really love the sleazy sliminess, but I wish he would vote Republican. <laughs> I like a guy with a beard, though. A, a bearded Newsom. <laughs> yeah. Somebody trying to hide his weak chin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so sad that he's doing that on purpose, but, I mean, it works, right? He's looking good with the beard. Yeah, he looks all right. All right. About as good as a Trump can look. About as good. So I forgot who it was. Dude, Nancy Pelosi's related to a lot of people. Well, it's really weird. I She's related to Kevin Newsom. You can look this up very easily. So, uh, and I, this kind of shocked me, but every single president except for one is related to King John Lackland from England. Yeah, I, that's been debunked. I believe it's true. Nah, it's been debunked a few times. Are you sure? Because the only one was yeah. Van Buren, which I found to be hilarious. Yeah. Only because yeah, the black one. everybody should remember Van Buren. It's the Van Buren boys from the Seinfeld episode where Kramer's holding the salt shaker and he puts up his hands and it says the number eight because he's holding the salt shaker and Van Buren was the eighth president and that was the sign of the Van Buren boys. It's why, I don't remember that. It's why all. they don't beat up Kramer. It's such a great episode. And then Kramer... <laughs> Sells all his stories to someone so he can't tell them anymore. Um, and uh, George is getting sought after by the Van Buren boys, and he's he's like pleading with Kramer to tell him the story, but he won't tell him. Uh, and George uh, <laughs> George can't remember what president the Van he can't remember the number. <laughs> he's the eighth president. Never forget. Thanks, thanks to Seinfeld. <laughs> It's crazy. We've only had 46 presidents, right? 47? 48? How many yeah, has it been? 40, no, 46. Trump was 45, maybe 47. Maybe 47. Yeah. That's a small list, man. You're part of a small little group of people there. Yeah, all the Americans that ever existed. Only 46 have been president. I don't know, man. I don't think Trump's going to win. You, you look, I really think they're playing their cards right. They're going to keep Biden out of the spotlight. They're not going to let him debate. They're not going to debate, but I also don't think they're going to let Trump get to that big show moment. Uh, They're pretty dead set on making him this insurrectionist who is uh, now, you know, not allowed to be running for president. No, I think they'll have to let him run, but I, I think it's already... I think it's already in. I don't think it matters. You think they got Biden's... the 10,000 mules? Where's my Dinesh? I don't even think you need them, man. They, there's so many people are against Trump. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of a fan of Nikki Haley right now. She should scare everybody. She's frightening, absolutely. But my favorite part about Nikki Haley is the results out, out of Nevada. Did you see those results? No. You didn't see it, man? It was absolutely hilarious. She lost to nobody. <laughs> what? Trump wasn't on the ballot, and you could pick none of these or Nikki Haley, and Nikki Haley lost. <laughs> to none of these? Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. Did they, write, did they write in Trump? No, they just picked not her. <laughs> no. She lost. She lost to nobody, man. No. She's such a freaking loser. She lost to nobody. 
man. If you don't believe me, I, I got the clip for you from the one, the only democracy now. Folks, I hope you got that tall glass of water. And that's right. I threw in that... Have you heard the beginning to Democracy Now? Oh, Welcome really to Democracy Now, democracynow.org, the War and Peace Report. I'm Nermeen Sheikh. Uh, yeah! What was that? <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> Did you catch that? Who is this person? Noramishi, whatever. I've never seen this person before. Where's Amy? Oh, she's been there forever. Yeah, but never. Don't fill- you remember, I talked about it like two years ago. How like she's one of those people where you never know where the split in the name is. Wow. Okay, this is her. I've never heard her do an actual newscast. Like, say, play that name again and tell me what her name is. Peace report. I'm Nermeen Sheikh. I I, I edited in the uh, record scratch. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to hear it again? Here we go. Peace report. I'm Nermeen Sheikh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> folks, you get grade A production from the Dude Man podcast. That record skip is the best. <laughs> yeah, her name's like Nora Mishi or Nora Mishi or uh, it's like really you never know the fuck her name is. I'm very upset. I, I strictly go to my democracy now for Amy Goodman, man. No, right? no, you're right. I like the way they write it. It's the team, and you're going to hear this weird old lady recite the same thing Amy would. Uh, and I love this story. In election news, Nikki Haley lost the non-binding Republican presidential primary in Nevada Tuesday, even though Donald Trump was not even on the ballot. Over 60 percent of Republican primary voters in Nevada selected a box that said none of these candidates. About 30 percent of voters picked Haley, the former South Carolina governor who served as Trump's U.N. ambassador. On Thursday, Republicans in Nevada will also hold a caucus. Trump is competing in the caucus, but Haley is not. Meanwhile, Joe Biden easily won Nevada's Democratic primary with about 89% of the vote. This is going to happen in the national election. They're going to announce Joe Biden won with 99% of the vote. Oh, for sure. Well, you can't do that too obvious. We'll go 92. (laughs) That's right. You want to go to the full Saddam Hussein, right? You got to... You make it feel like it's sort of fair. Um, That's crazy. How stupid is that, man? And so anyways, this reminded me of how they really want to get Trump off the ballot here in Colorado, and they just failed at having him taken off the ballot in Illinois. They quietly announced that that's no longer happening. And uh, it- Oh, I, lo- I love how when they were like suing to take him off the ballot, all over all the news. That couldn't you couldn't miss the story. That's right. But the minute their cases get, uh, you know, they uh, you gotta let them on the ballot. That just goes silent. Nobody yeah. wants to talk about. Yeah, it. nobody nobody talks about it. And then here in Colorado, they're really obsessed with it. Uh, but that's what you're gonna get. Then you're gonna get a bunch of people not voting for Biden. And you know, are, are we gonna write in Trump? <laughs> Hit none of these doubled your vote. It should she be. only got 30%. <laughs> he got, none of these got 60? Yeah, we would rather have nobody than you. <laughs> Which I personally argue our country would be better off if we had a lot more nobodies in government positions. 
we would be running a little bit more smoothly and probably have more money. I was just thinking about that. You know, in the office when Andy like leaves for three months. Yes. And they're all like working without a boss and everything's going smooth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they realize they don't need a boss. Yes. Maybe we just don't need a president. No, or any of the other assholes. Like we do we need four hundred and thirty five representatives in Congress or, you know, any of the senators? Let's get rid of all these fucking losers, man. They're just ripping us off. Yeah, I could probably run it with four guys. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> You can be four guys, I'll run this government. There's just too much government. It's so freaking bloated. There's so many people making so much money and they're doing nothing. What was I saying earlier, man? Seems to be about 10% of the people in this country are actually hustling and working and everybody else is just riding the coattails. Absolutely. That's one of the reasons I love listening to Ted Cruz is because he gives you that, like, insider info on Congress. Dude, he talked about the lunches they have. Oh, man. I can't wait you to hear You ever heard this. about this? No, I have not heard about the Senate lunches. This is the Senate, yeah. right? Yeah. This is the Senate. Okay, dude, the most, okay. Pretty much they do three lunches a week. Uh, they're, like, separated where, like, one day it's, like, the Democrats go into their room, then the, you know, the, the Republicans go in their room. Then there's one day a week where they're all together, right? Every week, there is a lunch slash dinner. Every week on Thursday, they pick a different, different, uh, different representative. All right. And he flies in food from his state for the, for the meal. Wow. And Ted Cruz was talking about how, like, you know, he flew in barbecue from Texas. His turn is coming up in a couple of weeks again. He's probably going to do some Tex-Mex from Texas. Listen to what I'm saying, people. Republican and Democrat. When it comes to their turn, they fly in food from their state. While they're discussing <laughs> climate change bills. Yeah. Or you can't so they're have discussing your gas bills for you to not be able to use a gas stove because we need to save the environment. Oh yeah! While they're eating food that was flown in on a private jet. That's incredible, man. Every week, every week these people do it, and then they sit there and tell you you need to do your part for the environment. <laughs> That's right, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't mind us. We just have to have this Tex-Mex from Texas. <laughs> That's incredible. Because it's tradition. They have it flown in from the state. Flown like, in. You know, and here's what kills me. Here's what kills <laughs> me. It is totally bipartisan, and you have never once, never once, had a Democrat stand up and say, you know what? I just got this food local from D.C. I don't think we should fly in food from my state because I want to protect the environment. Right. Never once. Yeah, never that's once. right, man. Every single one of them, Dick Durbin. Flies in, I'm sure, Italian beef. Oh, yeah, Portillo's, baby, come on. Portillo's, you know? not one, But then he comes home, and he's got to give us all these speeches about how we need to watch what we do for the environment. Squeeze me? I'm not flying my lunch halfway across the country.
should disgust everyone how these assholes talk to us, talk down to us, and try to restrict our livelihood so we could better the environment when they fly all around the world in private jets on our taxpayer dollars, man. And yes. it, dude, they not just them, their lunch. That's right. They're flying in their lunch. Their lunch. <laughs> That's how little they care about the environment, people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not even that they don't care. That's just how unconcerned they are with the environment. You know? Oh, man. If you really believe, if Dick Durbin really believed climate change was an existential crisis that was coming down on Americans within our lifetime. He would not be flying Portillo's from Illinois to Washington, D.C. You know? These assholes go out there and t- tweet out, you know, tax the rich. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get out of you here. You are the rich. You're never going to pay How about you just pay your t- fucking taxes? Uh, yeah, none of them oh, pay Oh, dude, taxes, don't even get me man. started on taxes, bro. I got to fuck it. This is the first year. The government took $15,000 from me last year. And now they're like, you know what? You owe us 27 bucks. Oh, everybody. I've been hearing it up and down the ladder, man. Nobody got money this year. How can that be? Oh, I know. You sent it to fucking Ukraine. Ukraine and here in Denver, we cut a $1,000 check to anyone who's homeless. And then on top of that, we got to front the bill now for uh, $65 million in uh, financing the migrant arrivals. Oh, I forgot about the migrants. And then Joe Biden and them are going out there to- like, oh, the economy's great. Everything's great. What do you mean? The economy's great. Economy's great. I've gotten a tax return since I was fucking 16. That's right. This is the first year I'm not getting money. I, I have to write you a check. What the fuck are you doing with my money? I think you're right. It's going over to Ukraine. Or apparently not. They kind of disintegrated in their negotiations with for that bill where they want to combine everything that we have to pay for, right? If, if we want to stop the border crisis, well, we got to pay uh, Ukraine, right? And Not Israel. Ukraine, and Israel, and Hamas. They want to send money to the Gaza Strip, too. Wow, I, I didn't catch that part. Okay, yeah. Oh, Frank, Frank, Frank. Funding a war is profitable. Funding both sides? Now we're making money. Yeah, yeah, we're talking profits, baby. It's all about that bottom line. Uh, raise that stock market. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, the stock market is outrageous right now. It's hitting astronomical heights. Uh, the rest of us low lives, we're just waiting for it to drop, right? Come on, man. Give me a drop, baby. <laughs> I just need the housing prices to drop. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll help you much. BlackRock will just sweep through and buy everything before you can. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's how it works. Either way, I'm sure uh, everybody's happy in Congress, right? They get their beachfront properties all along the Florida coast where they don't pay any taxes. And then, um, you know, they get their lunches flown in privately. From the- 50 different states. <laughs> all states. Uh, uh Dude. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable because they raised the prices on Big Macs this year. I I got a quick one on Big Macs. Are you down? I can't wait, dude. 
A Big Mac may soon cost a little less. McDonald's CEO is promising more affordable. Here you go, slaves. Enjoy your <laughs> Big Mac for five dollars now. <laughs> A Big Mac may soon cost a little less. McDonald's CEO is promising more affordable. You can drive your electric car to get your $5 Big Mac, slave. <laughs> Unbelievable. During an earnings call with analysts yesterday, the restaurant giant has faced criticism recently over higher prices at some locations, including an egg McMuffin costing more than $7, a $16 fish fillet, and a Big Mac combo nearly priced at 18 bucks. Higher prices and slumping global sales have sent McDonald's. It. They are laughing at you. They are so laughing funny. at you. Yeah, because they can afford better food. They don't yes. even eat this garbage. No, they. this lady hasn't eaten McDonald's in 15 years, man. Get out of uh, here, dude. Did you hear, I think they called this a Big Mac. Is this a Big <laughs> Mac? Is it a Big Mac or a Big Mick? We're not sure of the pronouns of this Big Mac, but we believe it's a he-they. <laughs> Stocks tumbling to turn things around. McDonald's is expected to offer more discounts on its mobile app. And for now, the company is hoping to bring back customers with their popular shamrock shakes. They're available now far earlier than in past years. I always thought that was a March uh, thing. You know but what I was thinking, dude? You know what we haven't heard about? Cosmics. What happened to Cosmics? Remember the store that opened up and the yeah. people were waiting in line half their day for to hours to, to get that drink. What happened? Well, it's in Chicago. Have you not? Have you not visited the com Cosmics? Nah, I haven't even gone to Big Chicken yet. I gotta go try Big Chicken. What's Big Chicken? Shack. Is a oh, Big Chicken Shack? Shack opened a restaurant. Big oh, Sha Shaquille O'Neal opened a restaurant called Big Chicken. Yeah, they like team up with Stan's Donuts or something. So it's like a chicken <laughs> shop next to a donut shop. Shaq is everywhere, man. Yeah, he's the man. He's a big time Freemason. Mm, I mean, at this point, Freemason, that's like. I know. Weak. It's, yeah, it really <laughs> is. They even let women in there now. Like, I mean, look. It's like <laughs> Look at the skull and bones. The skull and bones aren't even the skull and bones anymore, no, man. It's all crazy. Of, all of you now are just the Mormons compared to the real. <laughs> you know? Shaq. Yeah, he's a Freemason. Yeah, you're right. Everybody everybody is now. So he uh, he's opened up the big chicken. Is this a major phenomenon sweeping through the Chicagoland area? Nah, it was big when it opened up. Oh, that's you, all right. You know. Yeah, same thing. We have short attention spans, man. Well, yeah. you know, we here in Colorado got blessed with the In-N-Out Burger, and so when each In-N-Out Burger opened, maybe the first three or so, uh, hour-long lines. It was insane. Uh, Emma and I went to one, the first one that opened here, and it was winter time. And it was COVID time. And so they they had this parking lot of maybe a thousand cars of people waiting to go through the drive through. And Emma and I parked and got out of the car and waited in line for a long time, but not nearly as long as the people in the drive through. And uh we got in and got our burgers and it was a great experience, but I feel like I'm not going to do that again if I, you know, we get the the brand new opening joint 
because you could just wait like a month, you know, and then not have to wait in line. And we're, we're anticipating getting a Portillo's out here very soon. Ooh, yeah, they're everywhere now. It'll be our first one. And I can only imagine because of how many Chicago transplants are out here in the Denver uh, region that we will have a similar situation to what you saw with the McCosmics or whatever, where you've got people waiting in line for 14 hours to get their hot dog. (laughs) Oh, I missed work for two days to get this beef. (laughs) So stupid. So stupid. People are so stupid. It's where we're at as a culture, man. It's all about uh, getting the food and the fix. Uh, you were right on the money. That's what killed me about this clip, actually, is it's just the the condescending laughter and giggling. Like, you know, this isn't the food we eat, but these slaves out there, they're all eating the McDonald's. And don't worry, people. We're going to make the McDonald's more uh, affordable for you, right? And, and what does it say about your economy that you guys are all touting? Yes. You're all touting that the economy is great, but the Big Mac meal's $18. Yeah, that's called years of insane inflation <laughs> yes. that we're now at $18. Yes, absolutely. That's uh, insane. That's so much money, man. I don't care what they say. Nothing is affordable right now. No. $18 for McDonald's? That's supposed to be your cheapest option. Uh, we were going through our expenditures the other day, especially, you know, we keep a tight budget during the week, big on the home cooking, and don't really go out to the bars or anything, but, you know, I, I like to let it loose on Fridays and Saturdays, so does Emma, and we definitely like to visit our favorite locations to have some brews and some some food, but... Because we're now paying these bartenders and servers eighteen fifty an hour, uh, the tabs have gone up quite a bit, and we're now, you know, a lot more reluctant to tip on the heavier side of the twenty percent. Do you know what I'm saying? And oh, we sure. we were at this taco place the other day. We got the bill after a couple tequilas, couple Modellos, and some tacos. I mean, I was staring down the barrel of, like, a $120 bill. Yeah. And I and Emma was, like, looking up the... the she was calculating the 20%. I said, no, 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 no. No, we're done with the 20%. <laughs> like, we're going to judge things on service, and it's on a $10, $15, $20 limit. That's it. And that's... Dude, I'm not... I'm 10%. <clears throat> Yeah, you're well, getting this fucking. You're getting paid more money than me. I'm literally. I'm still covered. I still have splatters of shit on my face. From <laughs> and I'm supposed to tip you my money? No. Well, no. If, you, if you're making 18 bucks an hour, and now the guy jacks up the prices on all the food and the drinks, and my bill is 150 dollars, and you're expecting 20 percent on that on top of your, you, you you're making better money than me. Yeah, no, fuck that. No, no. And you're a server. No, it's it's not. This isn't how society works. It's not supposed to work this way. <laughs> this is backwards. The server should not make more than the person being served. Right, and I was in those shoes right. before. And you know what? You're totally right, folks. Being a cook, being a server, it's very hard to make a living. That's why when I was doing it, I worked two jobs. Two jobs yes. to make a living. It was a struggle. I worked hard, but, you know, it's part of the gig. It's what you do when you're there, and you strive and work hard and try to get to that next place, wherever it may be. 
Yeah. Plus, there's just something about, yeah. But now you're making 20, dude, you're making 25 bucks an hour with the tips, man. Like, why would you ever leave? You're going to be the server at the taco joint until you're 55. Yeah, they trapped you. So now you have no incentive to rise in any way or go get some education or learn a trade or do something better with your life. You know, the reason being, the reason you get paid shitty for these shitty jobs is to inspire you to get a new job, to better your life, to do something better with yourself. All right. These shitty jobs are for the young people who haven't figured that out yet. Plus, their jobs. Any asshole can do. I don't think you understand that. It's any asshole could be a server. You know what I mean? Anybody could just walk off the street and do that job. That's why you don't get paid what a plumber gets paid. That's you right, know? man. And the you know, if we keep rising, uh, raising the price for labor at the bottom level, well, then everything else raises and. What I don't think these servers and bartenders understand and and people demanding these elevated wages is we're just going to increase the prices of everything else. So, like, sure, now you're making the eighteen fifty an hour, but can you yourself turn around now and dine at your own restaurant? Yeah, no, you're going to $18 an hour. Great. Now you got to work an hour for a Big Mac. Because <laughs> that's, that's right. $18. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now your Big Mac is 18 uh, bucks, man. You guys screwed yourselves. Uh, yeah. I gotta tell you, the 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 state of Illinois and the the the, the plumbing union, they did they well. The state of Illinois made a change, and it's gonna make my life so much easier when I go to take the test for the license. Uh, they decided they're now for the first time in a hundred years, they're gonna let you use a calculator on the test. All right, because we got to do a, our whole test is based off of like you got to know how to do fractions. You also have to know how to find like the hypotenuse of a triangle for when you're doing like offsets. So it's like, you got to actually know how to do square roots, square fractions. Nice. Not not anymore. Now you get, now you've got a calculator. I don't know if this is good or bad, but you know, I'm terrible. We use calculators. (laughs) No, but dude, you should be able to prove that you can do it without a calculator. You know, it's it. We just keep lowering and lowering and lowering the standards making everything easier and easier. And then what happens? We end up with shitty plumbing. All the shit that's been put in in the last 30 years is terrible plumbing. These guys do not put cleanouts in the right spots. You can never access anything. It's just... The, 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 the building I was at tonight, the reason I was late, is because I went to a fucking building, and the section of the building that was fucked up was built in 1996. It it, it just couldn't figure it out. I had no idea where they put anything. None of the cleanouts they put in are usable or accessible. It's just a fucking joke the way they've done everything. For the last 30 years, everything has just gotten, the people have gotten just dumber and fucking lazier, and you can just see it in the work they're doing. If I walk up to a building that's got three sections, one is from 1890. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I here fucking with the one that was built in 1996? Oh, Mike, yeah. 1996. You got to give these guys a break, all right? We were three years away from 1999 where we're going to be partying like it's 1999 because we had <laughs> Y2K, right? We're, the, the end of the world was upon us. Who cares how we're doing the plumbing, man? Plus the Bulls were in the championship. Come on. <laughs> you see, Jordan? It was incredible. He had 45 points, man. 
Dude, I think I brought up a great... I think I nailed the Taylor Swift thing. Ooh, I'm excited. Comparing it to Jordan. All right? right, all right, yeah. So, I'm not saying the NBA was rigged for Jordan, right? I will say it definitely was. I'll be the, uh, the okay. counter to that, yeah. You can. I'm saying it. maybe the NBA, <laughs> it's, uh, specifically like the NBA maybe didn't rig it, but... Every ref was a fucking fan of Jordan. Oh, How yeah. could you not be? Every ref wanted him to win. You know what I mean? There's no way you can tell me Jordan didn't get a little bit of leniency when it came to taking an extra step or two. Absolutely, little, yeah. Carrying you know the I'm ball saying? a little bit, for sure. Definitely. So that's why I'm not saying it was rigged purposefully. I'm just saying there was a lot of you know, just a little bias st- going on, unconscious bias. Yeah. Even if you didn't want to do it consciously, you you wanted to see Michael win. Everybody did. Oh yeah, right. It's the same thing with Taylor. I'm not saying the referees are out there on the field, you know, trying to help out Travis Kelsey, but you built an environment where everybody on that field knows everybody wants Taylor to win. You know. Yes, and I think I'm going to kind of roll with your idea. I like it insofar as you can still line up the financial aspect where, from the NBA perspective, we're going to get the highest ratings on these finals if Jordan is in it because he's an international superstar. They'll be watching this game in China. That's how famous this guy is. So we got to get him in the finals, and it has to be a six-game series. You know, we got to milk this cow. It's all good for the cow. I was about to say, it's all good for the cow. You're all sucking on the same teeth. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't you do exactly for the cow that you depend on? Well, that's why I don't think it's a huge conspiracy with Taylor Swift. Anybody who's half awake would have told you six weeks ago or whenever it was uh, established that she was dating this dude on the Chiefs that the Chiefs are going to be in the Super Bowl. Like, we already know. It's obvious, man. Why? Because of money. They're going to make so much money off of her. And we just listened to that clip of some seven-year-old girl who doesn't even know how to pronounce football, but she's, like, watching (laughs) games and loves Travis Kelsey and loves Taylor. Like, that's that's it. That's all you need to know as to who's in the Super Bowl. We knew that it was going to be them from the get-go, and they're probably going to win. Come on, man. You need... Taylor to yes. run on the field and celebrate and kiss Jay, Trav, whatever the guy's name is, kiss the guy. You know, they're going to do the whole thing, man. Travis. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I hate the words conspiracy theory because conspiracy theory means I have to prove that all these guys got together in a back room. And right. Did, you know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. It's just interests aligning. All of your interests align to make sure they win. If the Kansas City win, makes it to the Super Bowl, everybody who's invested in the NFL wins. Same thing you with know? COVID. Interests aligning. They just aligned. The, yes. the lockdowns yes. and the vaccines and the masking and all of that stuff, that was just the interests of various very powerful organizations aligning. Dude, Rachel Maddow didn't believe anything she was saying, but she knew if she went out there and said it, her ratings would go up. Yes. You know, if she talked to Fauci, if she interviewed Fauci, she knew people like our parents would love it and, you know, eat it up. Absolutely. And then it's interest aligning. 
great call. And yeah, again, I, I don't like the conspiracy kind of label for the Taylor Swift Super Bowl situation. It It's not a conspiracy. It was fucking obvious like a while ago, man. Like you'd Too have to obvious. be kind of dumb to not realize that whoever she's dating was, you know, wasn't going to be in the Super Bowl. It was just from, it was clear as day. The second yeah. it happened. So yeah, bunch of money to be made. Uh, no doubt about it. And I put my money where my mouth is. I bet on the Chiefs being in the Super Bowl back when this whole thing started. Good. Absolutely. Good. You're going to win some money if they win? Yes, I will. In fact, I made a bet that the Chiefs would beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Because it was nice. obvious. It was so freaking obvious. Yeah, it really was. I made some other bets that weren't as obvious, and obviously they're going to lose, like the Browns winning the Super Bowl, which I thought was a, like a good uh, call because we had the Flacco story and everything. But now I know I was dumb. Uh, it, it was all <laughs> it was all Taylor from, from day one. <laughs> yeah. I also bet every it's... year on the Bears winning the Super Bowl, uh, just for fun. Now that has to pay out big, yeah. If it ever does, <laughs> it's never gonna happen, dude. Never gonna happen. It literally has not happened in my lifetime. Yours? Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, in my oh, lifetime. Oh, actually, no. yeah, was it? Yeah. Yes, it was in uh, January 86. was the game, so, so you yes. you were like six months old. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy part is he still shits himself. <laughs> Feels good. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, either way, we need the Taylor distraction because things are getting a little thick and hairy and kind of rough in the cities. Uh, we discussed it here, Denver. We got the migrant situations getting out of hand. Uh, we've covered quite a bit of it going on in Chicago and then New York. You and I have had a lot of laughs at the expense at one Mayor Eric Adams and his claim to have no vacancy any longer there Dude, in the New York City. The DOJ is going after him. Really? Oh, they're opening up. An, they opened up an investigation in him. Yeah, I think it's why you're starting to like. You're not hearing any other uh, mayors talk about the immigration thing. Wow. Why? Like Brandon Johnson kind of shut up about it, right? Yes, he did actually. Yeah, it's because the DOJ is now investigating Eric Adams. For what? Doing something with these migrants or? No, just anything he did illegal. They're going to find something. You dig hard enough, you'll find something. Yeah, I know. Well, he did it. He was tied in with some weird money stuff going on. Maybe potential laundering or some corrupt group. Every politician is guilty of something. Yes, absolutely. And so it's just you win against Joe Biden. And now the machine is coming down on you. I'm oh, sure they'll find out. You yes. know they're gonna find a thumb drive of kitty porn or something. In <laughs> That's right, house. man. You know. Wow, good call. You're right. He he was speaking out a little against Biden, and uh, now him and your Johnson is quiet. My Johnston, uh, White Johnston, he's he's still a little vocal. He's been doing the rounds on the national. Um, He's got that white privilege. I right? know. It's uh that's a Denver thing. It's a Denver <laughs> yeah. thing, no doubt. Uh but either way, the migrant situation in New York is getting a little out of hand and some fascinating information is starting to leak to the public about how Adams 
is handling it, and it's not popular. And I, I thought you would enjoy this. Tonight, New York City's mayor pushing back on criticism of a new $50 million program to hand out prepaid debit cards to migrant families. Uh, we need to $50 million? <laughs> $50 million. That's right. You, you heard that correctly. We yeah. can't find anything else we need to do. New, the kids in New York, dude, there was a school. They, they said four people, not 4%. Four people graduated that could read at grade level. Wow. Four. And we're going to spend $50 million on the migrants? You, you said, Come on. You said four people, not 4%, right? So four, not percent. Four people. <laughs> Individual of the humans. Class. Yeah. <laughs> it's like four chicks. <laughs> oh, man. This is... The destruction of America is on purpose, people. They, they've oh. infiltrated us from within. There's no doubt. They can't read. They can't write. But we're going to spend 50, five, zero million? Yeah, here in Denver. That's like, they, a, that's like a five, a zero, and then six more zeros. They declared here in Denver, and I, I might be a little bit off, but I'm almost certain they, our Johnston declared we need 65 million to finance the... Uh, migrants and, and nobody nobody has to tell me nobody just, just lie to me lie to me tell me your return on investment well you know they're gonna co- they're, they're gonna work they're gonna pay taxes in 10 years we will have made 100 million fine just fucking lie to me you're not even lying to me you're just like no we're gonna give out 50 million dollars yeah well here and then in the meantime i'm filing my taxes and i owe you more money I was very impressed with the new and improved squeegees the squeegee boys had over at Santa Fe and Alameda. I mean, they, they looked they looked like they just got them delivered from Amazon. Gold plated? What the fuck is going they on? They were here? beautiful, and they were using uh, newly f- financed water bottles. You know. The, oh no! With these new squeegees, you don't need water bottles. They were actually they, sh- they were pouring water out of those from the brush. <laughs> it's uh, you know automatic squeegee. Bottle in one, you know? Fucking squeegee boys, man. Uh, $50 million? Yeah, $50 million. 65 here in Denver. Come on. $50 million. That's what I mean, dude. It's a, these people do not understand what $50 million is. I will never see that money in my life. No. I, I, I can't get it through to people here. Our government is cutting... $1,000 checks to homeless people per month for being homeless. You're being paid to be homeless. You're incentivizing homelessness. Yes. You know what I mean? Just like with, I hate this whole child tax credit. Well, if you have a single mother with four kids, we should give them $300 a month per kid. I didn't tell the bitch to have kids. They tried to do I a, did not tell the bitch to have kids. They tried to do a pet tax bill here in Colorado, and it failed miserably this week. Pet tax. They're gonna pet tax. Yeah, they wanted to charge people like fifty bucks per pet. Are you gonna charge those migrants with pets? No, they're gonna take your fifty the... bucks for your pet and give it to the migrants. And what was their reasoning for this? Like, what could possibly justify? Mike, we need to give sixty-five million dollars to these migrants. <laughs> Don't you see? It's math, man. <laughs> so we're gonna charge you for your pets, homeowner, taxpayer, legal citizen. We're gonna charge you. 
We're going to give money to this homeless migrant vagrant, man. Come on. <laughs> I mean, dude, I was literally on a road today. There were no speed cameras, no cops. Everybody is doing 15 miles per hour because the road was so bad. <laughs> the road was so bad. Dude, you, you're, you reminded me of this road I take, and it goes over these train tracks, and the pothole situation is very elaborate over these tracks. And what's incredible is, I was thinking about today, the guy in front of me, he went left, I went right. We both successfully navigated this terrain over these tracks, but what was hilarious in my mind is, you know, left or right, no wrong way. But if you hit the road as a normal driver going straight, that's the wrong way. You're going to wreck your wheels on these massive gaping holes that are just, you know, jagged and they're on the tracks. Like, you're going to wreck yourself. So the wrong way in this road is straight and narrow. No, you got to come up with some funky, weird turnaround when you're going over it. And uh, anybody who knows where they're at, they know how to get through there. And that's the state of driving in Denver these days. Uh, but dude, we're going to cut checks had, still for the homeless. We had a pothole on 55. It's an interstate 55. Uh, the pothole was so big, all, everybody in Chicago knew about it. You'd be on the highway doing fucking 75, <laughs> and then you'd just see everybody like swerving onto the shoulder, right? And as a local, everybody would avoid it, and then you would laugh. At the line of people with flat tires on the shoulder trying yes. to change their tires. Oh, yeah. Right? And it got so bad, they did a news story about it on WGN. Wow. The, the news story was just to watch out for potholes. Still haven't fixed the pothole. Of course. No, you just got to put out Still a PSA, have. right? Just warn people. <laughs> we got potholes here, people. Drive carefully. <laughs> but, dude... <laughs> did you hear about the rat hole? Okay, I did read an article about this. So there's a viral sensation about a a rat that I think was imprinted <laughs> into the pavement, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And so because of this squished, <laughs> the squished rat imprint into the pavement, it's now like a, a, a water-collecting rat hole shaped as a rat. The rat got smushed into the asphalt. <laughs> And then the body decomposed and went away, and you're left with just a perfect silhouette of a rat, a giant-ass Chicago rat squished <laughs> into the ground. And it's become a sensation. They don't want them to change. Like, it's because people come and visit it, I guess. Yeah, it's I'm, it's big on TikTok. People are taking pictures with it. It's, it's like a tourist so attraction. <laughs> Frank in Colorado knows about our rat hole in Chicago. <laughs> You know? It's a tourist yeah, it's just, attraction. It's a tour- <laughs> you know, yeah, it's on the trip. You go see the bean. You go see the Willis Tower. You go check out the rat hole. The rat Perfect. Hole. Where is this rat hole, by the way? Because I couldn't believe that people were actually checking it out and taking pictures with it. Yeah, it's it's actually in a pretty good neighborhood. So okay, then so that makes sense then. Right, like if this rat hole were on the south side somewhere, you know, you, you wouldn't blend in with all the other holes. <laughs> it wouldn't be a, a viral wouldn't sensation. <laughs> you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't have content creators on TikTok, you know, posing in front of it. The, the rat hole's right next to the cat hole, right next to the kid <laughs> hole. It's on the south side, Jesus Christ! 
Dude, uh, I just learned something though. I've talked about the school a couple times. I was there. To, I was there this morning. Uh, I was across the street this morning. But I talked about the school a couple times where I saw the teacher like getting into fist fights with the kid. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Is this it's the school where I saw this teacher like throw, like literally throw this kid out a door? Like this kid was like feet off the ground in air coming out <laughs> into the hallway. It turns out that's the last resort school. It's down on the south side. Before they permanently expel you from all CPS, that's where they send you. Wow. So that's there's so many bad kids there. And when you go there, there's like 40 kids, 50 security guards, 20 teachers. Yeah, all right. <laughs> no shootings. Be- Terrible school, though, but you go- dude, the parking lot's right there. On, like You're literally looking at the lake. It's beautiful. Oh, all right. Very nice. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The juveniles, sometimes they get it good, actually. Nah, Maybe you not. don't want to go there. No, you, you don't. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> brutal. You're wishing for a rat hole. Oh, the rat hole's one of my favorite stories. I'm glad you uh, knew about it. I-, I thought it was just one of those things I casually passed up on on the interwebs. Uh, but, you know, we need we need more of that. That's positive news out of the Chicagoland area, you know. As opposed to the shootings and uh, all the other stuff and the sports teams leaving, <laughs> right? Get a little rat hole action, a little tourism, you know? <laughs> Making people happy. I like that. You should do more. That could be a thing. Remember the cows? Remember they had the cows everywhere and you people would take oh, pictures man. with the cows? We could, they could do rat holes in different parts of different neighborhoods. Oh, that's perfect. Really sad, though. You hear all these Chinese around. They're like, man, how do people live like this? <laughs> <laughs> The Chinese apparently are putting out fake news that Texas is going to su- secede from uh, the United States. Oh, no way. Yeah, China, they, they know all about what's going on in Texas. Oh, I'm buying my ticket for Texas. Yeah, that's right. And I assume they're, you know, in connection with the Chinese. And so may I be the first to say to our Chinese overlords, <laughs> Konnichiwa, uh, forgiveness, please. Uh, yeah, I always try to sneak that one in every episode now, you know, just just in case, right? Oh, we're, on, I hear you. we're on the verge of destruction, nuclear just annihilation. So we know where we stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when when they come into uh, when they do the Red Dawn uh, as they're invading, maybe they'll catch a little frequency action and listen in on the Dude Man podcast and know that we're uh, we're friendly folk on this show. Oh, I already put the yellow Lives Matter signs up. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just in case. Remember how all the white people were putting Black Lives Matters up on their fucking businesses during the riots? (laughs) (laughs) They have their own uh, Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yarrow. Oh, that's right. (laughs) We have to celebrate their saint, uh, George Floyd. Right? (laughs) 